You are listening to the unofficial Tunbridge Angels fan podcast, Fly Like an Angel. Fly Like an Angel is supported by arrangemymortgage.com. First guest this week, it's the return of the fan and legend himself, Mr. Lee, the hitman, Hearn Locke. How are you, Lee? You all right? Uh, yeah, same as before. Same as before, brilliant. Just a little bit older. <laughs> just, a, just a bit. Um, thank you very much for, for coming back on and, and hopefully uh, hopefully we have another good, good evening of recording. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, my second guest this evening, my mate is an angel. His name is Barry Moore. And when he sees a Maidstone fan, we all know the rest of it. It's Barry Moore. How are you doing, Barry? You all right? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? All right? Yeah, very well, thank you. There we go. What, we're about 20 seconds in and we've nearly mentioned that moment already. But <laughs> I never thought that was coming tonight. No. <laughs> well, I've got, we've got a long list of questions for you. I've had some great responses and um, I'm really looking forward to going through them, actually. Um, but... And then, and then I've got some link to that incident, which we might save till the end. We'll see, we'll see how we go, if you can escape them. Awesome. <laughs> We've also got some, some for you, Lee, as well. But before, before we go through, obviously, it's a bit mad at the moment with games and COVID and everything. Um, so, so tonight's um, episode I'm, is going to be a lot, really, just about I'm going to speak to Barry, get to know Barry, obviously speak to Lee as well a bit more and just hope people can have some fun and, and have a few laughs. Um, but we have played one game recently um, and what a game it was, wasn't it? Um, against Chippenham, um, Mark II. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, Barry, as you're on, I'll ask you first, um, you must have been pleased with that. How do you find that? And, and it must be hard as well to prepare for games like that at the moment. But yeah, what, what was your take on, on last week? Yeah, um, I think... What we've been this year, we've, you know, we've had games, as you know, we've started well and then sort of dropped off the pace a little bit and haven't carried on throughout a half or, um, and I think on Tuesday night, you know, regards of a sending off, we started well on the training session before, you know, we, we said, look, this is a game. Dartford was different with the quality of players, no disrespect um, to chipping them, but on the training session before, look, we're going to go at them straight away. Um, we're going to be positive. We knew our record, although we played a few games at home, hasn't been great this year. We've been a bit yeah. better away. Um, and we just said, look, we're going to go for it. Um, obviously not all guns blazing, um, but you know, having Biro and Adam in there together, sure things up, allowed the wide players and the front two and, um, mm. to get on an attack. And, you know, I feel sometimes, you know, forwards aren't scoring and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you have to judge forwards on the chances they miss. Yeah. Uh, rather than anything else. And I'm pleased. Pleased Woody got his goal. Alex grew into the game. And then obviously we've brought Rushy on. He got his first goal. Um, so yeah, it's a positive night. Very happy. Yeah, yeah brilliant. And um, sort of challenging question early on. And I know Lee, we actually discussed this when you were last on. It, it's funny because we all know the team you've got is is a good team. And on its day, I think can beat anyone in, in, in the league and, and even potentially higher on, on their day because I do think we've got a great squad and great management and everything. But it is... Uh, we've said this before, it is sometimes frustrating as a fan because there there have been games, especially some of the home games, where it feels like we haven't started. And Chippenham, I know the fog, when we played them in a fog, you can't really count that because of fog. But that was a great example, I think, because Lee was on after that. But why do you think that is? Some some games, 
do, do, do you think there's a reason why some games like we're a little bit slow out of the block or because because last week we were excellent you know the four nil win and it was I think we played start to finish was was ideal but I know we're a non-league team we're in the semi-pro and all that but do, do, do you reckon there's a is there anything you can put your finger on it or um I don't know um obviously there's times that we might get think tactics wrong we might get you know the way we start games or the way we finish games wrong, the way we set up. Um, I do think a large portion in any level of football, when you know you've got people sitting on the bench and people left out the squad and everyone's training and everyone's fit, I think for some people that does give them momentum. Yeah. Um, And it does give people, look, I better perform here because, you know, take for it's like Zach was left out the squad on the Tuesday. Two yeah. games before he got man of the match, you know, um, done well against Dartford. But, you know, with Biro coming in, he's been, since his injury, he's been fantastic, I think, in, in with the games he's played. Um, yeah, sometimes it's mentality. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's complacency. If you've had a good result the game before, um, you see at the top level, didn't you? You, yeah. you, you see that. And it's... I think it's a question that no one could ever answer at any club. Yeah, no. That's, that's um, but right. I do think having everyone available for a match day, yeah. which I think Steve said it in an interview later, lately, I think it's one of the first times since we've been at the club, we've had 18 players in the squad. Yeah. Fit to pick. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's good. And it's good. Yeah, definitely. Must must make a difference. And, and um, Lee, how, how did you, I mean, I'm, so our confession, I missed the game. I've started a new oh. job in the new year. I've been busy. So that is a confession. But I've watched the highlights and I I, I caught up as much as well, I we, could. But Lee, how we did you passed find it, it to each other. We passed it to each other, didn't we? I mean, we kept it really well. Do you know? Because there is, you get a tendency, don't you? You've got to be comfortable on the ball and you're not going to be scared to pass it and not give it away in midfield for no reason at all. And when the back four had it in that game, they seemed to be quite comfortable knocking it to one another. You didn't see Sonny look up and think, right, I've had this for 12 seconds. This is much too long to be on the ball. So I'm just going to see and hit, if I can hit Joe Turner. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. kind of, just keep the ball. And, uh, you know, we, we can be guilty of looking for a, a pass just because we're terrified of having the ball. I don't know that, that I mean, we are scared of having the ball. That's, that's not true, Barry, is it? We just... The, the, a tactic is to keep the ball and not give it away. I mean, that's the tactic pretty much of every team that plays, isn't it? Yeah. But, but it's it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, when I was playing football, I mean, you know, when you play, if you've got to have trust in your teammates as well, haven't you? You don't want to be playing in midfield and think, oh, he's picked whoever. I don't really trust this fella. So I'm a bit worried about my own game because I feel that like I'm going to have to compensate because I'm playing with someone... I don't rate. I mean, you've you've obviously played with players like that, have you? You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've very played with very few that I wouldn't trust. Um, you know, you're right. I think one of the other ways you look at it is some players don't believe how good they are, and yeah, mm-hmm. and and that goes in Premier League level. How many times have you heard, "Oh, he's got a lack of confidence," or yeah, you know, if you yeah, make a mistake, you might not pull away, you might not come get the ball. I believe Sonny and Rian's passing is up there with some of the best centre-halves in the league. They've just got to believe in it. Believe in yeah. it. And that goes for centre midfielders. That goes for centre-forwards if you miss a chance. Their heads drop. It's it's a belief game, isn't it? And I think once, you know, Chippenham, yes, yeah. they had their lads sent off. But once they started moving the ball and, and 
You know, it's a lot difficult because we play a lot of games with two in the middle against three. Mm. Yeah. So it's very difficult, unless you're on a lovely pitch, it's very difficult for the midfield to dominate, get on the ball when you're outnumbered, same as defensively. Do you ever think that, that you know, you should sacrifice a winger sometimes? You know, because we're obviously, we like to have a couple of wingers, but do you never think, well, we're getting done in the midfield here? Or, yeah, but... or would you say we've got too many attack, too many attacking style midfielders? We don't, there's not players that, I mean, Joe Turner, if you play him in the middle, he doesn't really want to play in the middle, does he? Not really. He likes playing in the middle, believe it or not. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he really likes so it. Is he, yeah. is he annoyed when you put him on the wing then? <laughs> no, I think he, with, with Joe, you know, he's arguably been our most consistent player since he's been at the club. Um, yeah. Yeah. With Joe, he just loves football. If he doesn't yeah, touch so the right. ball in training, it's like World War Three's created. You know, oh, really? he, just, he just loves football and he, yeah. he'd play it and he wants to win every like like virtually all of them. I mean, the yeah. arguments you have in training, or say, calm down, lads, because they're win, they're win, 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 win yeah. in training, and it's it's once emotion takes over in a game of football, some can handle it. Like Sonny's a prime example. Sonny, believe it or not, can moan at the ref for ninety plus minutes, but still keep his concentration. Yeah, yeah. some players can't. They get wrapped up in the emotion, and yeah, not. I'm not saying all players. In general, players get wrapped up and they start, and then it affects their game. Yeah, yeah, they're more interested in kicking the bloke who just kicked them than they are getting yeah, on and with And that affects your performance and frustration, and because the boys believe how good they are, and yeah, you know, I, I think I, since I, Steve's took over, we've probably been through every emotion you could possibly think of, <laughs> positive and negative, in certain situations. We've been absolutely dire in games, but then we've been unbelievable in games. So it's um. It's a reason maybe why we're coaching at this level, and it's a reason why maybe some of the lads we've got have not played at a higher level. You know? it's, yeah. What is interesting, though, is he's saying that speak, using Sonny as an example, um, it's very easy to talk about him when we're on a video link and he's nowhere near us. Um, but <laughs> but um, with Sonny, like when, when obviously we, other than one season as fans, we, we've seen Sonny go from into the you know, a youth team player that's made a few senior appearances in the late 2000s under Warlow. Um, through to the club captain that he is now, and, and we've seen him as that hot-headed. Was he eighteen-year-old when he was but, younger, and he he yeah. was more interested in getting booked. Than... Yeah, and and he'd get in fights or, or whatever, and 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 he wouldn't let it go. And it, and it is very interesting because the 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 Sonny that you see now is he's almost like a cheeky chappy on the pitch. He'll you, I think you've got it spot on there, Barry. He, he, well, obviously because you work with him all the time, but he he'll he'll do all that and he'll push it and he'll moan at the ref and he'll know what he can get away with and the water bottle and the goalie the opponent goalie and all that, but he won't. He won't, well, maybe once in a hundred games, he might let it detriment his game or let it get to him and it boil over. But I think that's, that's what you want, isn't it? If every player could do that, but I guess not all, not all players can. So that was a positive to Sonny. That was a, you know, you, you know, you've seen Sonny more than we've seen Sonny. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's not the only one that, you know, people like Sonny's and Parkies, you know, Folksies. Yeah. You know, you've back in the day when you had the Scott Kinches or the you know people like that. They're the ones that will always be remembered, yeah, because of consistency. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You yeah. know, holding their hands up. I've had a bad game. Yeah. Um. You know, and and they're the, every club's got them, haven't they? Every club's got four, five, six players through their time that everyone loves, and and you don't need to talk to them. You don't need to constantly talk to them players. Yeah. 
because yeah. right you know your job's bang where the younger ones obviously you know when i was young you have to have it in year you have to teach them you know don't yeah. get involved in this get involved in that and you know we, we got you know it's not an experienced squad really there's not many that have played higher believe yeah. it or not um when i say higher i mean consistently higher uh, yeah yeah, and yeah, that's a testament to the book. That's a testament to all of them that they're still hungry, you know, to succeed. And you know, touch wood at the moment, <laughs> you know, yes, we're win lose, win lose, win lose. You know, we've already what we drawn one game, yeah. You know, at the moment, I think they're doing all right, yeah. I, I agree. Also, I think, yeah, well, I was, I was gonna I, say. I, Go on, go on, Liam. Was no, I was just concerned if I just had a, a quick nose at the league table because obviously we're not playing many games. But if you kind of look and and see that actually if we beat Maidstone, we sort of go level with them and Ebbsfleet and people like that. But they they should have better teams than us, shouldn't they, in terms of what they what they can pay. But it all really comes down to the manager picking a player on his not just his ability, but you know you can pay you can have a, a player that earns a lot of money that couldn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and a squad um, size and a squad size is yeah. You know, I'd I'd like to think over the last x amount of years, the teams that go up have a squad of between twenty and twenty five players. Yeah, and if you've got that, then you know you're not going. Oh God, you know, let's get this lad in. We've heard he's good. We'll stick him on the yeah. bench. They don't do that. Yeah. yeah, no, no, they don't have to do that. Yeah. Um. So, but. And I was going to say positive of all this, and I think is another good thing is um, Tom Beer. You mentioned him there, Barry. I think Tom Beer has been one of our best players this year. But what must come with that is the reward. You and Steve and the team have put a lot of time, I presume, with him and seen him through injuries. Um, and I and I think he he obviously loves football, and I think could still play at a higher level. And had things been differently, gone differently for him, maybe would be playing at a higher level now. But but um, I mean, he must have been fuming that he didn't get the ball back from Kale on on uh, <laughs> on last week because it was it was on but what a goal that was but but yeah um players like that I mean Lee as a fan what have you, what's your thoughts on Tom Beer this year? I'm really surprised <laughs> because he, I mean he had well, he's been injured for for so long and, and before he was injured he was all right but he was I mean he's much better now than he was before he was injured so I don't know if he there he was carrying some kind of knock I guess I suppose also that thing is if you haven't played for, what was it, a year and a half, is it, or something? I don't know. You're kind of super keen when you come back to really get stuck in, aren't you? I mean, you yeah. must want to, you want to play considerably more than you did before, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's, you get a, um, I've done my cruciate at 25, I think. Yeah. And I think when you get to creep towards mid-20s and you get a serious injury, you get you get a reality check, really. You're not a kid no more. No. You're not close to retirement. You get that reality check. And I remember speaking to Biro and, you know, he was fully focused on his rehab and he, he, you know, he wants to be a pro, obviously. And I remember saying to him, this could be a good thing for you because it makes you realise how important football is and not, for argument's sake, going to chase an extra £50 note somewhere or... Yeah. Yeah. It, it puts you in a... In a a zone of that could end my career. I might never play again. Yeah. So you, I guess it dawns on you that it's not just about having a, a few quid, is it? It's, I mean, the idea of not playing or in, 
him not playing, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, he would be gutted, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, he 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 is a, he is he, he's like a Joe, like a Deshaun, Cal, them sort of attacking players. You know, they they can't wait for the five sides to happen at the end of training. They can't wait to play. They'll. You know, if we could carry on till ten o'clock, they'll play five aside, five aside, five aside. Mm. And Biro, in I think COVID in a way has done Biro a bit of a favour because I think if it hadn't have happened, I think he would have come back too early because he was so keen mm. to come back. Yeah. And with the stop start, it sort of rested his body a bit. Yeah. Because after that long out, like Parky, you pick. I had wanted to play every game, wouldn't he? Yeah, and you'll pick up. And, you know, Steve's done his crew shirt. I've done it twice. You're so desperate to come back, you start picking up injuries. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, I think Biro, you know, he's been fantastic. And, you know, can he play higher? I think we've got a few boys that can play higher. Oh, I, I do. Um, but it's such a hard opportunity now. It's such a hard Especially opportunity. Especially at the moment, isn't it? With, with clubs cutting squads and, and the world that we're in, and maybe that will change if COVID goes away in the next year or so. But but yeah, it's um but no, it is, I agree with you. I think as, as a fan watching the players, we've we've got we have got some talent in that squad and and um yeah, it's, it's it's a great time. Other than COVID and the fact that we can't be at games, it is a great time to be a Tunbridge fan because everyone's enjoying it at the moment and, and even the losses uh we, we know <laughs> touch wood is there's going to be a, a bounce back the next week, as you say. It's WL, WL, WL. There's no, there's no draws. Um, so I'm gonna. I've got a long list of questions here. Um, a lot of them for Barry, but there's there are some here for Lee as well, and there's a couple for me that I might avoid. Um, but before we go on to the, the questions, um, firstly, Barry, I just want to ask you. Um, this one came in from someone wanting to be anonymous and they insist that they're not a stalker. They just are interested. Um, they said, we know obviously about you as the, the Tunbridge, part of the Tunbridge management team, but tell us a bit about yourself. So they, they said about your personal life, your day job. Um, we kind of get that you're a family man. So who is Barry Moore outside of football? Um, I don't think I've got much outside of football apart <laughs> from family, to be fair. Um, no, I started... Started off kids' football like everyone else. Started men's football quite young, 16. Got released from academy football at 14. Um, went into men's football at 16. Like usual, getting lumps kicked out of you because obviously not being the biggest lad in the world. Um, and then sort of got a bit of luck at... Um, Lee might remember, you probably don't, Bob. Uh, the Adora football back then. Yeah, oh yeah. When the kicking rule was uh, in effect. Oh yeah, I remember For going one to... Season. The most yeah, ridiculous the, um, rule ever known to yeah, football. Yeah, I think was, there was one team, I think it was someone like Bromley or someone, who said if if his players don't take throws, he'll find them. Because it was yeah. such a... You could take a corner from pretty much any part of the pitch and you just load yeah. it in the box. Yeah, as what long as you that? put your hand up. I miss that. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically, Bob, what it was, instead, they, for one year they trialled... If you got a throw on, yeah. you could put the ball on the floor, put your hand up and you could kick it in instead of throwing it. <laughs> So if you had a team of six for eight players, yeah, you do. Every single throw, even for yeah. your own half, was a free kick. Yeah, yep. yeah. And they scrapped it after a year, understandably. But <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I went into that um, a team called Malden Vale, um, and sort of just because I was young, and then I moved from there. I went to Hampton for three years, then I went to Hayes for three years with Terry Brown, hmm. um, and then I went out to the states and played out there under Chris Ramsey. Um, which was a great experience, and I come back home and and played here. I woke, sorry, I was woken after Hayes for 
a year and a half before I went to America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I retired at 31, done my cruise shirt a few times, so retired. And I never really was interested in coaching, had no interest in it. Yeah. Weren't bothered. Um, but I thought I can't, when I say to my missus, I, I can't, the fact of walking around the street with a pram on a Saturday didn't appeal to me at all. So I, um, I got into that and as frustrating as it is because you can't play, it took yeah. me a long time, especially being 31 and retired, it took me a long time to forget that I played football as such and get yeah. frustrated. And um, me and Steve always said, you know, been close mates with him for 20 years. You know, I'm godparents to his kids, so is my missus and to his and vice versa. Steve and Lisa are godparents to ours. Um, so we are like an extended family. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sort of went to Merston, went to Bromley, doing picking up cones, and Steve <laughs> got the job, and I was over the moon. And what seven years later, but yeah, I got three, got three sons. One's fifth, coming up sixteen. One's thirteen. One's ten. They all play football. Yeah. Um. So every day of the week in my house is training. When obviously when it's normal circumstances. So yeah. outside of Tombridge football, I've got my mid- little one plays for Sutton United. My middle one plays for Crystal Palace and my eldest one plays under 18 youth football and under 16s on a Sunday. So he's, you know, he's, he's busy. So yes, yeah. it's, it's one of them where, you know, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I've got a very, very understanding missus because. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's brutal. You know, you have your moments. Yeah. Um, Cause you are a family and, and the most important things at times is sitting down at the dinner table. Yeah. But I think Sunday's the only day we sit as a family when it's normal circumstances that we sit at the table and have a dinner together at yeah. seven. So yeah, at times it's testing, but she knows I couldn't do without it. And, and she knows that I'd be a pain if I weren't like most football <laughs> people, wouldn't they? Yeah, you know, the yeah. missus moan at you for going, but in the same breath they go, I don't want you at home around my feet all the time. That's, <laughs> that goes for fans, doesn't it? That goes for yeah. players, that yeah, goes yeah. for staff. And it's, <laughs> yeah, you could just can't do without it, can you? No, absolutely. No, we, we can't. And um, what um, linked into something you said there, one of the questions I had with, with regards to Steve getting the job and you obviously then going to work with him at, at Tunbridge, um, through your discussions of, of working together and being best mates and whatever was it always a plan that steve would be a manager and you be his assistant as such or, or was it just the way it went about in both your careers like could there be could there been a world where where your name was in front of steve so to speak not that not that i'm sure it's like that between you but no i think i think steve's probably more destined to be a manager than myself yeah um was always destined to be a manager more than myself um i like being a, an assistant yeah. I know it sounds, you know, a lot of people say it would take, it would take a lot for me to become a manager in my own right. I would have to be, after being obviously at Tunbridge for seven years, it would take me a lot to go. I couldn't go, no disrespect to a club that maybe didn't have a budget, didn't have no fans in. I think that was, a. I would say that's a massive backward step. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rather be an assistant who has... Who, who's got a relationship with the manager where, listen, me and Steve, best mates, but we, we row. He tells me off on the bench and says this, and, but 
he knows that I'll say, Steve, no, I don't think we should do that. Yeah. But his is the final say. And, and I think that's why it works. Yeah, yeah. Does he ever listen to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And James and, and when, James when and Chris. Said, actually, don't do that. In a game, does he ever, you, you know, make a substitution and you say, well, why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, that, he was he, he wasn't going to bring Smalley on in the playoff final. I said, Steve, do it. He'll get a crossing. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Um, but no, I think you know, ninety nine percent of the time we're off the same page, and and that's yeah. the thing. And but it wouldn't work otherwise, would it? It wouldn't because no, no I, I've no managers that have got yes men as assistants. Yeah. Yeah. And sadly, the yes men. And normally the ones when the manager gets stacked that sat that stay on and take the job. Do you remember uh, Laurie McMenemy and Graham Taylor? Do you remember that documentary where Laurie McMenemy was just agreeing with him the whole time? It was like a, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. You wouldn't. It's not worth it, is it? Why would you hire someone that just says yes? Yeah. No. Right? It's insane, isn't it? It's ridiculous. And James, James and Chris are the same. You know, they all have their. You know, their their roles are different. You know, people might think, oh, why do we need, we've added them the Golden Cup, why do we need five members of staff? You know, trust me, Chris, Adam and and James, it probably costs them more to come to football than it does. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the thing. There's this assumption that if you have all these people doing coaching, that that's, the money's yeah, gone and there's a player lost because yeah, you, yeah. everyone's getting paid. And so you could have had a, a new midfielder, a new striker. But then why, as a management team, would you sacrifice a player for yourselves? That would be insane, wouldn't it? Yeah, because the players, have a different relationship. players have a different relationship with James and, and Chris and, you know, Adam and Johnny. Um, yeah. They have a different relationship than me and Steve. You know, if I'm in a shit mood or a bad mood, you know, and Steve's in a bad mood, you know, they... They like to individually, Chris and James are very good at, on the quiet, we done it pulling them, showing them videos of, you know, Chris does and James do the videos, you know, you know, this is what you should have done, or this is what you did do that was brilliant. And they'll, they'll pull them and they'll work with them one on, and they're little things because you can't do it at this level. Steve can't do it at this level, everything. He can't coach. He can't um, cuddle everyone. He can't individually go around every single week. It's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible to do it. So that's that's the sort of role that myself, Chris, James, and Adam have, and and it works. And did you have you found uh, what was it like? Obviously, because it was uh, the two of you and Justin for quite a while. Uh, what was it like losing Justin and having the the change over there with Chris and James? Like, are their roles different? Cause I know James does a lot of video stuff, doesn't he? So how, how have you adapted to that? Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, losing Justin was thingy. I mean, what a top bloke he is, and you know, he he would he do the similar thing, obviously not the video because James is you know he he, he knows how to do all of that, but yeah. Justin's the same. He 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 would be someone that uh, sorry Justin would be he'd be someone that would go round to the players and put their arm around them or say you're right you're not you know you're not yourself and maybe do this maybe do that and James come into the club he was actually manager of my always under tens team. Yeah at Palace and he said look I'll come in he was doing it for nothing at the start he just wants to get his foot in the door he works at combined counties level um, but you know he does all the analysis on a huddle have you seen have you know of huddle do you know of huddle so it's basically a, a platform where you put all the games go on and you can like they do on a telly you can highlight the stuff and yeah yeah it, it's like that and Chris has been 
Um, so Steve's wife, Lisa, and Chris's wife, Donna, they're sister-in-laws. Uh, okay. So, so we know him through family sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, is, which, is, which is good because it's people, you, you know, Steve trusts, hopefully. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and that's... Well, you can get on, can't you? That's and it. that's how it works, yeah, which is and, good. And also the difference of that as well, and I, I can, obviously I can't say it from football experience, but from a work experience, when it's people like that, you know that you can be frank with people as well and it's not going to be taken personally. No, that's, of course that's it's the key not. thing, isn't it? You just you just get on. Um, no, that's 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 really good. Thank you very much for that. It's um, this this I'm going to ask you a lot more questions, Barry. Or we'll, we'll try and get through as many as we can. Um, Lee, um, one one to you that I'm then going to ask Barry, um, something similar. Um, if you this is a bit random one and very different to what we've been talking about, Lee. If you could put one ex angel into the current squad, who would you pick and why? On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I would put. I'll oh, jump mine. Yeah, yeah. Goals done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. He used to be, yeah. you know, he he would sort of played. I don't know if he played in a bad team, but you kind of he carried the team. Yeah, you know, you just say, "Here's the ball up near the goal. It's up to you, mate. Do you want to pass it, or would you want to beat a couple of players and crack it in the top corner, or you know, you kind of." You didn't have to worry about your teammates so much. You just yeah. stick it up there and 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 he get on with it. There's only a little bloke. I mean, he, he was quite incredible, really. How many goals he scored for a bloke that? I mean, he didn't have any physical presence. Uh, yeah. He was just a good player, or, or he was excellent for us. I, I think we just got lucky with him. I think it was that a good season, was it? And it was a case of I remember it, but it was. Um... Supply wasn't maybe like the build-up play that we have in the team now, or have had yeah. in recent years. So you always think if if, they, if we actually not, no no disrespect for the rest of the team that we had behind John Main, but he did he scored that many goals, yeah, to create himself was, as well. There was a, a game at Horsham. It was yeah. I can't remember. I think it was towards the end of the season, and it was one of those where you have a bit of a day out, go in the bar, and came out of the bar like I don't know eight minutes or into the second half. And discover that he'd scored a hat trick while, <laughs> <laughs> while I was having a pint in the bar. And it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, all right then, fair <laughs> enough, well played. Yeah, I missed that. And yeah. obviously at that time, the the, the sad thing about it is those games you can never, you can't get them can't back. They're not back. recorded. You no, never see them. No. It is such a shame, isn't it? Because it's, but yeah, that's, that's the times. At least we've got them now. Um, yeah. Th- yeah. Thank you for that, Lee. Um, so a similarish question, Barry, to you. Um, if you could play alongside one of the current Tunbridge squad, who would you pick and why? Uh, this could cause fallout here, couldn't it? <laughs> from, from a selfish point of view, yeah, I'd yeah. probably pick Parky. Yeah. Because of the position I played. And Steve will probably back me up. Steve sacrificed a lot of his game for me when we played together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from a selfish point of view, yes, probably probably a parky. Yeah. You don't um, like defending then. I didn't mind defending, <laughs> but scoring was better, wasn't it? It's overrated, isn't it? Defending. That's rubbish, isn't it? It's just <laughs> but it's defending no, for people that can't play football. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't know really. Um I weren't a forward, so I wouldn't need wide players. I wouldn't, you know. I was fortunate. Footballing wise, probably the best team I ever played in was uh, Bromley when we got promoted from the Ryman. I think yeah. we beat you guys in the Kent final comfortably. 
Oh, were you playing in that in that team? You had those. Uh, when did you have um, like Jerome Sobers? Yeah, I played in that team. I played in the oh, final. Right, yeah, because yeah. he was good when he played for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we remember Jerome, but <laughs> yeah, but no, just because I just kind of remember they had these two enormous blackfellas at the back. Yeah, and um, they were just better than us. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Francis Duku, Jerome Sobers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, that was a good side. But no, the current, well, I don't, the current I don't team. I probably like to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the current team, yeah. I mean, if we played three in there, Biro, Deshaun, yeah. you know, they're the sort of players in attacking two. You'd as a centre midfielder. So any of yeah. basically any of our centre midfielders, I I wouldn't have a yeah, a yeah. problem playing with any of them. There you go, across the board. There, keep the midfield happy. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. No, thank you very much. Um, Let's have a look here. What else have we got? Um, this, this here we go. This is one that stands out for me, and I know you're going to give a very diplomatic answer to this. Who was the better footballer, you or Steve McKim? I would I would say Steve's stats will prove he's better, and and that's a fact. Steve would very rarely not play. He'd very rarely get less than a seven out of ten. Yeah. Um, his games conference level. Of uh, more than mine, um, you know. I played three years, I think, and then I went off to America. Steve played four, five, six years. Um, so, yeah, I think I think a lot of people would probably would say Steve. Yeah, you know, because if you was if you had a cup final and it was one or the other, and reliability, you know, it sh- he would shade it over myself. I would say. Yeah. Um, because he was an all round all-round centre midfielder. Yeah. You know, a um, a Roy Keane, if you like. Yeah. Underestimated on the ball, but very good on the ball. Um, I, um, I'd like to now ask Steve the same question and see if he's more distant, says you, or wherever he goes, no, no, me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to do that next time. No, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you. Um, I'll do one for, for you, Barry, then I'll ask Lee a couple and we'll come back and go big bam forward. Um this, this could be a, a tough one. I'm asking if someone's asked this, I wouldn't like to be asked it myself. Um, but, and maybe you don't have to use one of the current squad. Who is the best player you've coached at Tunbridge and why? Or should we open it and say you've, you've most enjoyed working with or something like that? I think like, a, a lot of them have, a lot of them you don't have to overly coach. That's the thing. A lot of them are, you know, like I said, the Sunnies and the Parkies, you don't really, they're at an age now where you don't really have to, if you organise a team right, what they do, you don't need to coach as much. Yeah. Whereas I think attacking players, I think you probably have to coach a bit more in the formation we play. So wide players. Yeah. Um, you have to coach a lot more. Um, you know, Ben's Ben's different. He's older. He's more experienced. Joe and Cal are different in. They're probably a bit more dynamic, aren't they? Yeah. Um, in the way they play. Um, so coaching wise. I mean, we've, I've never had one that's a pain in the backside to coach. Yeah. No, I think, and I think that probably answers, they're all coachable when they need coaching. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you can, you can't coach confidence. I don't think that's in you. Yeah. Um, you can bum people up, but as much as you want, put your arm around them, but with confidence comes good performances, doesn't it? And yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah, I don't. I've not had had any bad 
You know, when we had Nathan Elder, how do you coach Nathan Elder? He's played in the Football League. <laughs> yeah. You know, you cross be, it in the box, say Nathan, edit in, and he does it. So yeah. there's not much coaching going on there. <laughs> on there. Um, whereas younger ones, you, you do have to, you know? Yeah. Whereas um, linked into this, <laughs> and this is from someone anonymous as well, it says, do you miss having to coach Dia Kochi for all game, every game? Um, I think what they're referring to there is in his first season I think there was quite from our point of view as fans there was quite a lot of you or Justin having to um, tell him where the positions were and that's nothing that's, against D. That, that is a, that is a good one isn't it when you feel <laughs> that when you sign a plan you think hang on he, he's playing left back but he, he doesn't realise <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it I thought he was a great little player but um, but yeah what's uh, do you remember that? Well he scored <laughs> one good goal didn't he? Oh, he I can't remember who it was against I think since I've been there yeah. The most frustrating player, but I love him. So it's nothing I've never said to him that you probably have to coach. You had to coach for 99.9% of the time, but he'd do something, you'll go, wow. And it summed it up in the playoff final is Jared Small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculously frustrating. He's <laughs> really, yeah. What absolute, you could scream at him till the cows, absolute lovely man. Yeah. But, and his own omission, he wasn't ever taught to play up and down. He used to play at Harlow and he used to just say, sit on the left back. Mm. When you get it, physically go past him. So when you're in a game, you sort of resort to type. So it takes a lot of more mm. more time. Yeah. You know, and, and wide men get shouted, fullbacks and wide men get shouted at more than any other for 45 minutes because they're your side of the pitch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So Jack Parter, Joe Turner, Cal, yeah. Ben, Folksy, they all get pelters because they're your side of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. That, that, when that they're the other side, they're, they're happy Forget as hell. about them, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's good though. It's interesting to say about Jared Small because I noticed that as, from a fan as well. I don't know, Lee, if you're saying, but there's a few, there's a few moments of Smallie at the club that stick out for me and all, all good. But the um, obviously the playoff cross, um, the, the 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 goal away at Hornchurch where he absolutely smashed it down the wing, his pace out beats how many crossed it across. I think we went 2-0 up. But for me, um, and you've said this here, he he was in competition with with Ramadan, wasn't he? And, and he two very different, two great, equally great players, but two very different players. And and he Adam would would know he would he would constantly trap back and and be defending as much as going forward. But I remember, I can't remember if it was one of his worldy goals outside the box but I think it was Ramadan that scored and he ran to the side and Smalley was in his subs bib and I don't know if he was ready to come on or if it was just he was doing warm-up and they hugged each other and you could and, and Smalley looked as happy as any diehard Tunbridge fan yeah. and, I, and I think that, that must... was Harringay Harringay Borough that was the one yeah because I remember putting a tweet out afterwards of a picture of it saying that's what teammates do yes yeah yeah plays in the same position yeah. And he's the first one to celebrate with him because it's yeah. not about him, it's about the team. Yeah. And that that summed it up. And like you say, you know, yourself, you you remember that and the playoff final, Adam Ramadan has worked his socks off against a lad now playing in League One for nine what hundred minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Smallly comes on <laughs> and everyone says, blah blah. Adam's worked his socks <laughs> yeah. off for an hour and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For 110 minutes against the now, six. Now we know why he went to Margate. 
he's not at Margate. Is he's not at Margate no, anymore? I think is he, he left? Didn't he? Yeah. No, he left. He went to Folkestone, didn't he? I think, and then yeah, I don't know. Not sure, but yeah. yeah. Um, brilliant. No, thank you. Um, Lee, this is a bit more now, just about yourself, actually, a bit of background for yourself. Um, obviously, we know you're an Angels fan, and we discussed last time you were on how long you've been an Angels fan. Um, <clears> were there any other teams you supported for before the Angels, and are, is there another team that you follow or teams? I support Fulham. Support Fulham? Oh, you're another Fulham angel. Yeah, but uh, I used to go a lot. So when I when I first used to go and watch Thomas, I never used to go and watch them away. So when uh, they were away, I would go to Fulham. Uh, I had a mate who supports Gillingham, so we'd go and watch Gillingham. Or yeah. Leeds Orient, or I mates that support Chelsea, go and watch Chelsea a few times. So I watched loads of Fulham games, but uh, you know I can't be bothered to pay to get in. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, that, that's, that's actually the truth of it. I don't, I mean, they're in the Premier League, but they're always going to be sort of non-competitive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even the best they can ever hope for is to finish, you know, eighth or something. That's it, isn't it? You've got to be realistic. Yeah. Um, and I, I do go occasionally, but I don't really want to pay 45 quid to watch them try and get a draw with, uh, I don't know, whatever, West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't, I, I think. Well, I'll tell you what. LinkedIn here, Barry. Same question. Then, who, who, if if there is another club, who do you support or follow? I'm a Tottenham fan. Yeah, and I knew that would be the answer. See, I was go- I was going to say the same thing here. I don't know about you, but I um, and I know it's different because you're uh been with the club and I've paid to 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 be a fan. But but I would rather pay and and put whatever it is in at the moment. I love, I, don't get me wrong, I'm loving watching Spurs. And I know we've, Tottenham have had their ups and downs, but I don't care if, as I said before, if if the opposition has 90% possession and Spurs have 10%, but Spurs get the result, then happy days. It's trophy and winning is all that matters to me. Um, but there is something about spending 80 quid on a ticket for Spurs and plus the rest of the day that goes with it. And you think how many Tunbridge, or how, 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 much, how much more important this would be for a club like the Angels than it would be at Spurs, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, massive, I yeah, yeah, massive. It's an expensive day out, isn't it? I mean, yeah. when I was 13, 14, I think, like, you know, sound old here, but you know, I think I paid 70, uh, seven pounds for membership, and it was like not even a ten or a ticket, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I take my if I take mine, then you know, it would be through the roof, yeah. Um, you, you, you can't, you can't, and we obviously there's people that can, but in the general, families can't go to football every week get the standard family on a standard average wage or whatever can't you can't have your your dad and three kids or family or whatever go to premier league week in week out can it you shouldn't, just... it shouldn't have to be a treat should it no no but no. it is it is you, you shouldn't yeah, have to so. be a special day out to go and watch the football yeah you should be able to go and then you lose um, and then the first thing you think of is i've just done two three hundred quid and we've lost yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true it's true. Whereas, uh, <laughs> whereas at least now I just have normally a rainy car journey back to South End from Tunbridge. <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, just, watch, just watch the odd game, Bob, because we win, lose, win, lose. So you'll be all right. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be fair though, there was a in a, in our promotion season. I because I, I I went for a stage of working quite a lot of Saturdays, and I'd um I'd always try and sneak off early and get to a game if I can. But I went through. I, I bought the orange shirt. 
um and i'd wear it on obviously in the winter I'd, i've got weird superstition i'll always wear a tumbridge shirt even if it's not over something i'll always have a tumbridge shirt on as a base layer and i bought the orange shirt and i wore that and because of i was alternating games i didn't see us lose for the season that we um that we ended up going up so there was a few games i think i'm I can't remember, but I was, there was a long period of time where I didn't see his lose. So, uh, yeah, it does work out well if you do that. Um, random question here, Barry, grass or 4G? Um, grass if it's good. <laughs> uh, now, nah, grass, but 4G for longevity of football clubs at non-league level. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's nah, fair enough. So, I would sacrifice grass every day of the week if it brought in the youth sections, which is then in turn might bring odd supporters. If it brought in cup finals, because the pitch would always be usable. If it brought in five aside on a Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, basically if it brought in income for, yeah. for clubs. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons, well, it must be the main reason why clubs do it. I can't think of any other reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be in it because it can't, yeah. Um, and I think kids now are brought up on it, aren't they? So, they're a generation of Astro footballers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're training on it all the time as well. So, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, I've got some juicy ones for you soon, Barry. But before we do that, Lee, best food at an away ground? Oh, <laughs> best food at an away ground. I mean, I'm very proud this as well, if you... I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> is it controversial to say that every, every away ground's food is better than ours now? Is oh, that no, controversial? That's no, that's, I don't agree with that. We've got a, that's, but that's um, we used to, uh, um, I no, I tell you where they have used to have excellent food, but they changed it at Lewis. Um, the gourmet yeah? burgers up at the top. Yeah, there, yeah, right? gourmet yeah. burgers and really, really good hot dogs. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah, that Lewis actually, yeah. Lewis, what about worst food? That's an away uh, <laughs> Oh, I tell you, um, Braintree last year. It's terrible. Yeah. Really. That's such an awful place, isn't oh, it? It's, it's Brain terrible, tree. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it would be awful if they had to put a housing estate on that pitch, wouldn't it? It'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the bestest of place, considering they've been in a conference and that and nearly made it I into couldn't... the league as well, fancy. I remember families. I remember going there years ago and thinking, Oh, it was all right. And then turning up was the last season, wasn't it, when we won one yeah. 0 Was it last season? Yeah, yeah Christmas time. Probably, and I could yeah. not believe how terrible yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. Just the it pitch, was... just grey, miserable. They had crap everywhere. But they... I mean, at least hide your broken pallets. Don't just leave them <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> but really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, there, without a doubt. Perfect. I'm, I am um, the, the worst, I, I think, best for me. I've, Chelmsford do a good good hot dog and Welling used to because it comes in proper baguettes. But um, the worst definitely was Concord back in the days when they just got promoted from the Ryman North into the Prem, when, when Danny and that were managers and ordered a hot dog and it came up about that size with a tiny little yeah. chipolata in it. So you go, that's, that for me was the worst. Uh, and Concord's not a very nice place to, to go, is it? I, I can't imagine it must be a great place to play at either. Um, let's have a look. Uh, right, one question for you each here. I don't know if Barry will have an opinion on this, but Lee... Yours will be over a longer period of time, but your favourite Angels home kit and your favourite Angels away kit? Um, I like the kit from, I think it was about 92 or 93. It was like Winston-led. It was blue with white arms. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Remember when we were in the, uh, like, 
it was the Beza Homes League, and uh, that was about. In fact, I've got that kit. I've got um, Danny Tingley's shirt from I don't know nineteen ninety four. Yeah, you know, it, I just like that kit particularly. I suppose I guess you're biased, aren't you? Because you kind of it tends to be when you first start going or when you first start liking the club, you kind of associate that kit maybe as the classic kit. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. and then uh, we we tried to have like a Celtic away kit. Do you, oh, do you remember, yeah, I remember when? That. Yeah, that was yeah. what was that all about? That was terrible. That was um, Gary um, Pass with it because he supported Celtic. Gary Pass. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. some kits. I seem to recall that had no club badges on, just the name sort of written on there. Because yeah, that was the Nike know. one that was when we were sponsored by the paint. Was it Brewers? Yeah, but, you that know those sorts of kits are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one we got at the moment's all right, isn't it? It's not bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um my uh, ones that stand out for me is t- the one with Tunbridge coach works on purely because the same reason as you. That was the first season that I remember watching the Angels. Yeah, um, I've got that. Um, I've got I've got a Tunbridge coach works shirt. Oh, I did have one, and all the letters started to come off, so I peeled it off so that it said, and the word Tunbridge said big, and then underneath it said cock. You know, <laughs> and Tunbridge coach works. <laughs> There we go. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and the, uh, but no, that was great. One. The, the John Main's season when he scored the hatchet was an awful kit. It was just blue with the one that didn't have a sponsor. It had hot point. Yeah. That was shocking. Yeah. Um, but my, one of my favorite ones, and it is actually unfortunate because it was an awful year, was the, the, the one the year before Barry and Steve arrived um, when we got relegated. That I really like that kit with the white. It was like the era one that had the white bit that went down the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've still got that now. And actually the Hadlow College is just starting to peel off, which is annoying. But that was that was a nice one. Um Barry, have you got a preference? Is is, is there a is there an Angels kit since you've been here that you prefer prefer the boys wearing or do you not care as long as they win? <laughs> I like I like the orange kit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the orange one. Yeah, it's if, nice different, one. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was uproar when that first came in, but <laughs> just definitely like, like it now. Yeah. yeah. No, brilliant. Um, right, let's have a look here. We've got some Ones. Interesting question here for you, Barry. Do did you ever think you would still be at the Angels after this time, or did you think you'd be there, here this long when you first started? Um, never really thought about it. To be fair, um, I think I think probably the only time was that dreaded period, wasn't it, when yeah. we got promoted? Um, probably the only time, you know, Steve has openly said it, you know. Are we doing the right thing? Are we as this as far as as management says? Is this as far as we've taken them? Yeah, was that, that was after that class Charlton game, yeah, 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 um, yeah. And you know, everyone, you know, we understand fans. We haven't won or won a gut in two months. Yeah, you know what I mean with the group of players we've had, and that's probably the only doubtful time if we'd still be here. But um, but no, I never. It's, I'm one of them, and I was like it when I played. If I'm enjoying yeah. it, then I'll stay. The minute I'm not enjoying it, it's not worth it. What's the point? Yeah, because you don't give your all, and if you don't give your all, that's not benefit. You know, that's not beneficial to anybody. So yeah, um, and we're lucky. You know, we're at a club that hasn't got a history of suddenly going. Yet yeah, change manager. Yet yeah, change manager. Change manager. Um, mm. But some non-league clubs do, um, you know, lucky in that respect. And I'd like to think through the good times and the bad, we haven't got, obviously the 
the cup final getting spanked by Billericay, but I think on that day they would have spanked anybody. Yeah. Um, with the players they had, I think you know it's been a it's been a successful timing. Yeah, it definitely has. I think it also says a lot about the club as well, doesn't it? I think when I was a mascot when I was a kid, so I'm 25 now, and I remember being a mascot when I was a kid, and I think that was only two managers ago. Because it was, um, oh, who was it before Warrilow? Tony Dolby was manager. And that, Tony Dolby, for those Angels fans, listen, he was only two managers ago, and that's, cra- that's very rare. It's, it's, it's rare, isn't it, that you get, you get that loyalty around. So, um Mind you, we all just, have we're own... just we're just scared to get rid of them. Aren't yeah, we? I was going to say we all, have, we all have our own opinions on Warrilow, but there we go. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right, uh, Barry, if you could sign one player for the Angels, who and why? Now, I presume the person that's asked this. I mean, surely it's got to be Messi or Ronaldo, but <laughs> or someone or someone in a rhyme and that hasn't got a club at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um. If I could sign anyone, oh. do they have to be playing now, or can it be someone that played in the past? They didn't, they didn't specify. Oh, oh you can, okay. Give you the give you the option there. Um, just, well, there's loads of players that you'd want to sign. Um, yeah. I think if we look at players that have been there in the pub since we've been there, um, that you'd re-sign. Yeah. You'd you'd probably look at just for his all round, not necessarily playing every week, just his all round thing would be Nathan Elder. Just his his presence, his aura, his experience to the Woodies and the Alex, you know, and Splatties. Yeah, I think I think he would be someone that you would go. That would be a good re-signing. Not now, obviously, you know, <laughs> older, but just everything that a Nathan Elder brings. Yeah. Is he still coaching? Is he coaching at was he at Sittingbourne or somewhere? He was at Sittingbourne and then he went did he go somewhere else after he that? He swapped, didn't he? He went he did go somewhere else. Was that yeah. something you that you talked about then having him in as a coach? Which budget well, doesn't stretch or he really, wouldn't fancy it, it or he left and then he went and played a bit, didn't he? He left us and yeah, you know, he he went and um I think he went to Sittingbourne then, didn't he? he, he, he played, played a bit he was, and yeah, he was playing. I just think as 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 a man and to help forwards, because it's a unique one with forwards, isn't it? I mean, like you say, most people's club legends are forwards. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they do the exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As such. Um, so, yeah, I think mate, probably a re-sign Nathan Eld. I mean, a lot of people are saying Nick Wheeler, but, you know, Joe and Nick, different, probably different qualities, but both very, probably, I would say, two of the best wingers at this level or the Ryman level that you, you would likely to get in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, yeah, they were, in terms they were, of assists and goals. Yeah. They were, he was, uh, Nick Wheeler, for, certainly against some players in that league, was absolutely unplayable. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't know what to do, did they? Yeah. I mean, Nick, Nick's obviously, Nick with us was a lot of assists. I mean, yeah. Joe Turner's record for goal scoring from a wide position is... Phew, I don't think yeah. there's many out. When I say wide, not in the front three. I'm talking an out and out winger, up and de- defending, yeah. and attacking. No, it's a fair yeah. point. I mean, for us, yeah. I'd like to see a winger as good as is that's an actual winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I agree. Not, and I don't think... not in the front three who yeah. doesn't defend. That's a different position. Yeah, yeah. He actually so is a winger, but scores. Yeah, different kind yeah. of players. But yeah, I would say just for his all round, um, would probably you know a Nathan Elder. Yeah. So. 
yeah, brilliant. Are you surprised that Joe Turner hasn't left? I mean, that someone hasn't said this is a good offer. Um, no, because I mean, he obviously likes it because it, time, doesn't he? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. He he's a family man, Joe. Yeah. Um, he loves football. Just wants to be happy playing football. So he's not motivated by that, unless Leeds came and signed him. He he, he wouldn't be. You know what I mean? I'd like to see him say no to Leeds. <laughs> yeah, I think, he, I think he's like a lot of players. He, he, you've got players in our team that could think I'm going to go and cash in here. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. You know, no. Joe. Joe. You know, Joe's twenty year, twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Might be a bit younger than that, I don't know. But, you know, he could probably go and get... Listen, all clubs say the same thing. Oh, you know, they could go and get money elsewhere. Yeah. No, reality is they could at our level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At our level, they could go drop back to the Ryman, but they fought... So, Joe Turner's fought so hard to get back... to get Conference South football regular. Yeah. He's not the type that'll go, I'm going to take 150 yeah. quid somewhere else to go back in the Ryman. What? Yeah. Because he's fought so hard to do it. Yeah, unless so yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. Marky, they could pick up yeah. more money in the Ryman South on or or Ryman Prem. They don't want to. They want to play at the highest level for as long as possible, which is the right attitude, isn't it? Well, what do you what do you make of the players then that um, went to Billericay? Uh, do you know any of the players that play for Billericay personally? You know, they kind of thought, you actually, why don't you go there and then get fifty grand? <laughs> For a year and then just leave. I mean, what do you? What's your make your take on that? Because no, if, I mean, Nick Wheeler obviously played for Billericay for the sake of the money, and they probably gave him seven hundred pound a game or something silly. But he'd be mad not to take that, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick, Nick left us to play high. Obviously, went to Dagenham, didn't he? Trialled with Dagenham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he really played at all there, um, which was fair enough. We obviously wanted to keep him, but. He'd hit a peak at our level where he was very, very good. Yeah. You know, I like yeah. think we had part in that. We got him from Lewis. You know, we even had a manager saying, don't touch him before we signed him. Why? Because he's got bad attitude. But no, he deserves, you know, Dawkin, you know, Mark's not shy in saying what his budget is, but he backs it up, doesn't he? I mean, he. Yeah. And it's his own money, isn't it? And the I think sponsors, he might, you know, he's not, yeah. he's, he's, he's a good man, Mark White. And yeah, he's an honest man. Yeah. Yeah. And if he spends X amount, he ain't lying to you. He'll tell you I'm, I'm yeah. spending this. Yeah. You know, he's not, he, yeah. He, I know he's brash on the side and people might think, Oh, he's a bit, he, he's, he's a good bloke and he tells the truth and, and you know, which is good. Yeah. But Nick Wheeler. Yeah. I mean, Nick Wheeler, Luke Allen, he went on to Braintree, didn't he? Got promoted, and mm. you know it's a shame that he don't play as much at Dartford because I think he's talented. So we've we've had a lot of lads that have gone on and and done a bit better, and then we've had lads that maybe thought, oh, the grass is greener, and it hasn't worked out for them. But I can count on one hand the amount of players that have left over the years that Steve doesn't still talk to. Yeah, mm. he's still got a good relationship with all of them. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the best. I know he wasn't here for long. One of the best talents of football was. I know he's playing at a level now that warrants it. I think it was Mitchell Pinnock as a fan. Yeah. Was um, he playing for Kilmarnock? Yeah, I think he's playing the Scottish Prem. Is yeah. it? I think yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he was a player when we got him on loan, but you could see straight away he, he, he could play, couldn't he? Was, yeah. Um... I think Mitch, he was one of them where he lost his way, he came out of Arsenal, didn't he? Went to Dover, yeah. Bromley, or Bromley, lost his way a bit, but you knew once he got his head straight again, he's above the level we was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, um, finishing up here then, um, there was a, obviously, so you and Steve joined the club in 2014 um, and you had to completely get a new squad, which, um, I mean, we could have a whole podcast probably on that summer and, and how you managed to get a team together, all new faces other than John Heath. And, and I probably should have asked you more questions about that. But um, so obviously we had a few mixed results. Of, well, we won the first game, Tommy Whitnell hat-trick and then um, and then we, we've had that famous New Year's Day Oh, no, not Union's Day. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. We had that uh, Bank Holiday Monday win against Maidstone at home. Um, but the moment that um, fans fell in love with you, Barry, uh, was Maidstone away, um, uh, where, where there was a bit of an alteration, alteration between you and a Maidstone fan. Uh, so um, I've got a few different questions on here. Uh, does your right hand still hurt? Have you still got such a good right hook? Um, Another one purely tell us what happened. Um, so, would you care to expand on any of the above in any way that you would like to? Um, no, I can, I can tell you exactly what happened and you know exactly what you know. I think now with the situation, um, I blame Sonny Miles fully for it <laughs> because if I remember that day, they absolutely battered us. Yeah, and then Sonny scored a volley from the edge of the box in the bottom corner, so we oh, was, it was all brilliant. It was ecstatic. Brilliant. Yeah. Do you know, the, the sad thing about that was it was ages before we got to see that goal because the police had the video, didn't they? So we, it was months before I saw yeah, that goal. I forgot about that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I blame Sonny. <laughs> and then it was just sort of in a... I think Steve went... We was walking off. Steve went to talk to someone at the side of the goal. Yeah. And then I'm sort of walking off. I think I was with Jerome just walking off and all of a sudden I seen a... a, a a Maystone fan run over and throw a pint of beer over Steve. And I just sort of reacted. Did I react wrongly? Of course I did. Yeah. Also, 100% I did. There's kids there watching. My family are watching. There's, you know, completely at a football match, completely the wrong thing to do. Yeah. If it was in a pub and you were standing at the bar, Bob, and some random bloke threw a beer in your face, I'd like that to think you'd stick up for yourself. But yeah, yeah. It is a different environment. Mm. It is, and I was wrong in what I did. Yeah. Did you actually? Did you actually punch him? Just punched him. Yeah. Because <laughs> so. yeah. obviously we don't really know if you punched him or just gave him a bit of a poke. But you actually. So uh, did he? What happened to him? Do you know what happened to him? Did they ban him? Or do you have no idea. <laughs> apparently they banned him. Um, yeah. Apparently. Um, do I think Maidstone would have done it if it wasn't Tunbridge? No, I don't think yeah. it, no. I don't think it would. I think I think Bill Williams made a beeline for it, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Um I don't think they needed to. Um like I said, got to hold my hands up, I'm wrong. Their fella, they say they punished him, they might well have, they might not have done. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, I had no history of anything like that at football. Um it was just one of those mad moments and it happened to be made stone and it, like I said, it didn't help that they probably had a bee in their bonnet and they obviously phoned the police and then it, it sort of went from there and, and yeah. you know, it ended up where, you know, they had to bring Maidstone police got involved and blah, blah, blah. And 
the FA and, you know, I ended up with a six-month stadium ban and a fine. So, um, you know, I've got to thank the club because they could have instantly just sacked me. I was about mm. to say they, that. Yeah, Steve yeah. Churcher at the time could have instantly sacked me and they would have been well within their rights to do it. Um, especially without, uh, especially when it was not like, I mean, it's not like they've got the relationship with you that they have now, maybe, because of all the, all the years. It was right back at the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was right back at the beginning. And yeah. what, 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 what do you do when they sit you down and they say, you've done what? Yeah, I did, I did wrong, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. In the pub tomorrow with Steve and someone for a pint in his face, I'd punch him in the, you know, yeah. you'd punch him yeah, and vice and so would you guys and so would anyone. Yeah. And I think it probably boils back to that fans sometimes think, Oh, we can do what we want. Yeah. Because it's football. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not real Yeah, there is a kind of it's not real life. It's not real life. We can yeah. we can call you this, we can call you that, even though mm. my kid's standing next to me. And then the minute someone says something to you, well, you you can't say that. You're the manager, you're the assistant, you're the player. Yeah. It's non-league football. And if it was in the street, you wouldn't just walk up to anybody and abuse them. No, no, no. that's true. Yeah, and you it's do that, forget that. I mean, I'm un- it's that unwritten rule of you do what you want. And it's, it's the unwritten rule of you pay you, you pay your fee and and in your head and and I've been guilty of this yeah. in the past and and as we I've discussed this before there was a moment and it was linked into the the, the season we got promoted when I realised that the the amount of outside of work and everything blah 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 you and Steve everyone goes on and I've stopped being a keyboard warrior and I'll never will be again because of it but you you have that mentality and all fans go through it of we pay those wages we pay it we can say what we want. Which is wrong. I, I think it's wrong because there are people. Um, on, on a more positive side was when um, we played. Uh, I can't remember their name. Um, Gary Elphick was manager um, down on the south coast. Oh well, God! Well, well, like why talk yeah. with someone like that? And and I think it might have been you or someone said something, and I shouted out, um, "Don't worry, they can't defend because Elphick's their manager." And, yeah, um, but that was that was true though. <laughs> Yeah, well, he t- but it was all fine. And he, but Elphick turned around, and I used to speak to Elphick when he was there, and I got on with him like just didn't not on a personal name to name basis, but he was a nice enough guy. He turned around, and I think I absolutely shat myself just from the look he gave me. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, yeah. So I think I think at non-league, uh, most clubs in non-league, every club has forums, don't they? Everyone, yeah. everybody, no matter if you pay zero, everyone's got have a right, a right to an opinion, and and that's fact. You know what we have you guys? About. I was going to say, have you guys given up reading it? Because you did it. You read it. You, you did. You used to read it, or what, Steve? Yeah, I know yeah, Steve. I, I think when you first go in, you're you're, you're trying to be you're trying to, you're trying to be united, connected with people, aren't you? You're trying to be because yeah. at the end of the day, you are a family club. If yeah. it's a family yeah. club where you go and drink in the bar with players, and and I think anything with forums, I think the best idea in life, really, if you've got something to say. Don't do it after a game. Mm. Go and just pull them in. You know, Steve's the most approachable people. Don't if you wait, say the next week, and you're at yeah. the game before the game. Just say, "Oh, Steve, do you think like last week?" Blah blah. Barry, do you think blah blah blah? Because, yeah. like anything, it's emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How many times have yeah. you sent a text to someone? Well, and they've read it the wrong way. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Context and uh, yeah, just be, yeah. No, it's There's quite no true. You're text, completely it's wrong. It's just words. Yeah, this is uh, it. And yeah. that's it. And, you know, well, well, linked to that, how many people take everything you write on there seriously, Lee? I mean, I don't I mean, think, yeah, I've never believed yeah. the words you know, you put on there. <laughs> I was going to say that, that that reference about don't go and speak to someone after the game. The first time, there was just 
some because we we never spoke about Warrelow last time we were going to we never got around to it. I was yeah. just going to slip in that the first time I spoke to him. Do you remember in the program there were program notes and he said oh, I remember what, yeah, it was yeah. um, who would you least like at a dinner party and I think yeah. it was me and Dengel and Florida Angel. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought we'd lost 10 nil to Brentford in a pre-season friendly. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. 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 And the, and after the game, I went in the bar and I went, just marched <laughs> straight out to Tommy Worrelow and said, <laughs> well, that didn't go the way you planned, did it? <laughs> First thing I ever said to him. And then yeah. once he realized that I, I wasn't hiding behind the keyboard and I went and spoke to him, he was fine. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I think, uh, I mean, I've spoken to Steve a few times when I've been drunk, you know, um, at the at the end of season thing, but I think he's fine with me, really. I don't, I've not given him any criticism, I don't think, have I? Well, I'll put it this way, my, you know, my wife, she still knows now if we've had a bad result, not to say anything for a good, 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 good few hours, or if <laughs> yeah. I get home from a journey that we've been, and we've been, she knows, Lily, and that's someone you know. I mean, that's that's my missus. Yeah. Do you properly yeah. flare up, man? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, uh, yeah. If, yeah. You don't, or, it, or just be. I'll be quiet, and then the next yeah. time I'm thinking about it. If it's a midweek game, you don't sleep, and I'm up yeah. at half four for work. Yeah, yeah. Steve gets up early for work. A lot of the players do. You get in at midnight. You can't then mm. sleep because you're dissecting. Yeah. Frustrated, or you're. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting point because, and I know it's a bit different because as as a fan, but I um when I used to be a proper keyboard warrior on the forum and used to go in, it was when I was like a teenager as well. I used to get the train to games before I drove, and it's very easy, especially and bearing in mind for me with the travel, it's not just a come out of Tunbridge and go into your house after ten minutes or whatever. I used to have to get the train, so that's a two-hour train journey. It's very easy for me to get the bus or walk to Tunbridge station and as soon as I was on that train you start all your thoughts you start typing 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 you press yeah, submit yeah. whereas now most games are drive so I'll moan I'll, I'll still have all you, those yeah. thoughts I'll have all those thoughts still but me and my dad will moan to each other about it and then by the time by the time I've got back to South End you think actually it weren't that bad was it or no, think, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and time, if you actually it? put down what you were saying to each other in those conversations. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, like be insane. Yeah, be insane. Yeah. And you go home and think, Christ, did I actually say that? Did I, I can't <laughs> believe it. That. That's what thing. happened. Scott Kinch and his team would make it 10 times better. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> all. Um, so, uh, well, thank you both for answering all those questions. Um, I'm going to finish up on, on a few things here. Um, once again, there's a lot more to talk to and hopefully um, Lee, I'll have you back on as well soon and we can talk more about some of the older times and there is, there's more, there's more on Warrelow there, I'm sure. Um, and Barry, definitely, hopefully if you've enjoyed it, we'll have you back at some point as well. But um, obviously at the moment we're waiting for the league to, have meetings and talk about loans, grants. Are we going to play? Are we not going to play? Are players going to be furloughed, managers, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's a bit of a weird situation at the moment. But um, Barry, what's your thoughts on what's going on at the moment? Have you, and if, if, if the season continues, what's your aspiration for the season? And, and where are we at the end of the season in your eyes? What's... Yeah, um, I'll make it reasonably brief because going back to what I said at the start of the thing, I'm getting a call for the family dinner now, so okay, yeah, which, is a rare, which is a rarity <laughs> in itself. Um, but no, I mean, on this point of view, I don't know why we're playing football. Yeah, um, I, I think the elite status is ridiculous because there's two full-time teams in the league who only associate with themselves. So you could mm. class them. The National League, I think 
all bar one or two are full time. You're not elite if you're not full time. And obviously they had to call it elite because of the playoffs last year, um, which I still think ridiculous. You didn't have to call it elite at all. You could have just made allowance. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about Ryman football or anything like that. You know, our level of football at the moment. Can't speak for Ryman football. But to play at the moment, I think is crazy. Crazy. Um, you know, the rules, if you refuse to play, what are they going to fine you? You can understand players if they don't want to play. Yeah. You can understand players that are only playing because they need the money. If they didn't have money, they wouldn't play because of the, because of the virus. Um, yeah, I think it's crazy to be honest with you, that we are still playing. Yeah. Would I miss it? 100%. Do I enjoy getting out of the house, going to training and games? 100%. But morally, it's not right, is it, really? I go to work, our players go to work, then we go to football. We're not elite. Yeah. It's insane, isn't it, to think that we should all play so that, and you get one player takes it home to their parents yeah. and their dad dies and you, and it's just, why would, why are we risking that? It's mad, it, it, it? At the end of the day, it's money, isn't it? It's yeah. Everything, everything revolves around money, really, isn't it? In yeah. in football, you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Rugby league, how they would possibly finish the season would be how? How would you? Yeah. How yeah. would you finish? How are we going to finish the season unless it extends? Yeah. Yeah. How would you do it? You know, we're lucky we get out of the house. Yeah. We're lucky. I was going to say, it must also feel in a weird way. I don't know if it sounds a bit horrible, but lucky that we got promoted when we did. Like, would you rather, or, or but then on the other side, for health reasons, would you rather it would just be like Ryman and called off and no football done? It's, it's a tricky yeah. one, isn't it? It's yeah. two sides of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. We can all go, go by what they say, can't we? And, and you know, exactly. hopefully a bit of common sense prevails. And you can understand Ryman people getting yump that people got grants and, yeah. and, and things like that. You can understand all of it. It's all a, you know, it's yeah. all a mess, really, isn't it? And it absolutely is. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully everyone comes out of it all right. Yeah, that's the key thing, isn't it? Help at the end of the day. So, um, but yeah, well, I'll thank you both so much for being on this evening. Uh, been through a lot, and as I said, I'm sure we could have another time where we talk about a lot more things. Um, but Barry, thank you. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and getting to know you a bit more. So, Thanks thank you for, for that. Me. Appreciate it. That's all right. And Lee, once again, second time on, I know, but but thank you for that. And I'm 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 sure there's still a lot more stories in there from from your days as a Tunbridge fan over the years that I want to hear in and are we still quite possibly to, yeah and I, I think we still need to have a run up about Tommy Warrillow at some point but maybe not for the public to hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah brilliant all right well thank you very much lads appreciate it